Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Best Friends Forever. This is the Fantasy Best Friends Forever here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Alongside Frankie Stample, I am Greg Sussman. Frankie! What's going on, man? Frankie, TGIF, the first game is in the books. The yeah. Battle of the Birds. It's over. It ended Falcons just like the last one did. The Eagles. Just like what the last one did. A crapshoot, Greg. What an absolute nightmare. Well, I guess not if you're a Julio Jones owner. Yeah, not at all. I think that's an Aguilar on our right there, honestly. Yeah, I mean, with a solid A dot of, what, 3.3? Don't care. <laughs> Seriously. Nah, he was peppered with targets. Uh, it was a decent, it was a solid showing for the Eagles. The, the defense showed up. They were amazing. Uh, Jay Ajayi, very interesting. I thought this game was a microcosm of the what's to come for Doug Peterson and the running backs this season because we saw Noah Jay Ajayi in the first quarter. He didn't get his first touch until... I think, what, three, four minutes into the second quarter? And then from there on out, it was Jay Ajayi, but still a lot of uh, inconsistent running back usage. Uh, again, Nelson Aguilar peppered with targets, not a ton of yards. Uh, Zach Ertz, I thought, was disappointing. He had a lot of targets. He had a few drops. Uh, they used him a lot for blocking in the first game. Um, Nick Foles, whatever. They got the Philly special done again, uh, so that was fun. But Julio Jones, awesome, monster game. Um, still can't get in the end zone. Uh, we still don't know what a catch is, so there you go. It's the NFL season. First game in the books, Greggy. You know, it's, it's interesting because you, you, you didn't listen to your, to your BFF. Why is that? Um, because we sat here and you asked, you know, we're, we're making picks. Yes. At the end of the show. Yes, we did. And I, I, I told you that this has gone too far with Atlanta. Like, everybody's on Atlanta just like they were three times in the playoffs against the Eagles. Atlanta, Minnesota, New England, nobody wanted Philadelphia. Everybody bet against them. And the same exact thing happened last night where a line that started at like four and a half went all the way to pick them by the time we were done. Yes, sir. And I told you, you should take the Eagles. And you're like, I really like the under. I go, fine. Take the under or take, take either the Eagles. one, right? That is what you should do. <laughs> I like the Eagles. You like the under. Take both. At least take one. Frank, what, what, what did you do? Take the Falcons. Took the Falcons' money line. Took the Falcons to win the game last night outright. To be fair, Greg, they had their chances. They had plenty of opportunities in this game. It started, you know, that first drive. They got stuffed on the goal line multiple times. Devontae Freeman. And credit to the Eagles' defense. The Eagles' defense did their job. Uh, after allowing the Falcons to really march down the field on that first drive, they stood up right there on the goal line. Uh, they got punched in the mouth early on, and then they, they rebounded. They did what they did all throughout the playoffs last year, uh, and then it came down to the end of the game, too. Like, the Falcons had their chances. 
Greg, I ask you, is Matt Ryan one of the most overrated players in the NFL now? I don't think he's overrated because everyone thinks he sucks. I mean, his contract doesn't say that. No, his contract does not say that. <laughs> he was, I mean, he was absolutely brutal last night. Yeah. I mean, we got to watch the game together. Uh, and it's, it's amazing when you're watching with a lot of people and they're all rooting for so many different things. Um, yeah, we had Coach Esser freaking out because... I think he had a Jay Ajayi, the first player to score prop. So he had that, so and he, he, was he, was, he, he wasn't that excited about that. Yeah. He really wanted the Dallas Goddard one. That yeah. was the one where he would have been paid out. Yeah, because the odds obviously were yes. huge. Um, so yeah, so that was so that was wild. And then people like I'm cheering against Julio Jones, like when they called the reception not a reception twice. Like that was awesome, which was also utterly ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, the ball did not touch the ground. He was yes, he was fumbling it. But he had possession of the ball. He pinned it against himself by the time he was sliding out of bounds. Like, he uh, yeah, clearly had possession. Helmet. Yeah, I mean, you know all about that. I do. David Tyree. Correct. And the we fact, still don't know what a catch is. No, we don't. First game of the season. No, we don't. And that was a catch. And I was happy it was. And then, that would have pushed him over 200 yards. And then yards. Frank, who hated Devontae Freeman all offseason. Oh, yeah, this was fun. This was great. <laughs> we get to the goal line. All right, let's get, we get to the inside the 10. Let's get to Devontae Freeman. First run. Nice run. Runs it right to the two. Oh, yeah. Give it to him again. And they do. All right, third down. Let's drop a play for who? Devontae Freeman. Great, fourth down. Give it to him again. Four chances. And that was like the last carries that he had all night. He hurt himself. I told you so, Greg. After the first Thursday night game, I told you so. The swing. There's no way we should have drafted Devontae Freeman. You know, the swing of emotions. Swing of emotions. After the first half, I go, Frank, man, you can go on the air tomorrow and, and pump your chest a bit. When it comes to Jay Ajayi, like you, you nailed this one. <laughs> that lasted I mean, to be fair, a half hour. To be fair, everything that I said about Jay Ajayi is true. Yeah. Like his usage was inconsistent. Right. There were quarters where he just wasn't used for the game. First half was a disaster. And then there were drives where like they completely leaned on him. And it's very obvious that he is the strongest runner of that crew. No question. Like, there's no question about it. He's better than Corey Clement. He's better than Darren Sproles. He's better than Wendell Smallwood. He's better than all of them. It's obvious that they still love Darren Sproles. Yes. Like, everything that they said about, yes, we love Darren Sproles. We're all real. Going to use him. All real. That is all real. You know what? I still think that what I said about J.H.I. is that he's going to be inconsistent week to week. I still 100% stand by that. He was inconsistent in the game itself. He was not inconsistent. His, His usage, usage was inconsistent. He was awesome. Whenever he was on the field carrying the ball, he was True. clearly the Eagles' best runner. Uh, scored two touchdowns. or made like one and a half. Basically. Eagles' offensive line, by the way. Awesome. Phenomenal. I mean, the holes that he was Defensive running through. Defensive line as well. Greg, you could have played kickball through those holes that he was running through. Probably would have. Seriously could have. Yeah. Um, before we continue talking about last night's game, we'll take your calls throughout the show at 844-843-6879. Why don't you give a shout-out, Frank? Absolutely. Why don't you give a shout-out to Larry Bradley Jr., who, whose wife uh, tweeted at us last night, and we were together at the bar, and she said some really nice things. And we know, you, Larry, you're a huge fan of the show. We appreciate your support. And we appreciate you watching every day and singing along and joking along with us. Uh, and it's awesome for us. So we appreciate you. So, Larry, uh, thank you so much for watching, man. Um, and we appreciate the support. Yeah, absolutely. Very humbling. You know, I, honestly, uh, when you read stuff like that, it's just it's awesome to, to see that. Uh, so, you know, honestly, we're happy that we can just bring enjoyment to other people. Obviously, we love talking about fantasy football. We love joking around with each other. Uh, and it's awesome to see that there are people that are also enjoy what we're doing. So, you know, also, also important, we were with your buddy last night, Bip. Bip. B-I-P. We were, we were with Bip. <laughs> um, and 
Bip was saying, also a huge supporter of the show. Bip, huge fan of the show. And Bip was telling me that oh he appreciates when we talk nonsense. <laughs> and that meant a lot to me because that's what I like to do, is talk what, nonsense. That's what you love to do, Greg. So, Bip, thank you. Ah, screw Bip. It's not very nice. He's your friend. <laughs> He's your friend. Yeah, sometimes. Can we call out people right now, too? What? Uh, who are we calling out? First Let's call go out. lay it all on the table. First call out. First Friday. Maria, one. Maria Marino, call out. Ooh, call her out. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't show up. That's an, that's an F double M right there. That's a flaky Maria Marino. Yeah, 100%. Very flaky. F double M right there. Yeah. Call out. Fantasy executive. Fantasy executive. Yeah. What'd he do? I don't know. He went home and fell asleep. <sighs> I was out with Corey, went to the sports book. We're out making our bets. Right. The last I saw Corey. Right. We're going to meet up later. I'll be there. Did you think he was We're coming? watching the game. At that point, did you think he was coming? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Well, why he didn't seemed he... pretty confident. So, He's like, you know what? I'm going to travel was... downtown three times in one day. But I thought, we'll so there. he was in at the sports book with you. He didn't you. show up. Why didn't he just come right to the bar with you? Well, he had to go home. Oh, okay. He had to make stuff happen. Sure. I understand. Well, he had to do... He, he, had to, does. he had to make executive decisions. Mm-hmm. Get enhanced. I didn't say you did. I mean, that's, he would, <laughs> he'll tell you. He'll tell you. You know, it's not a secret. Yeah, I mean... It's coming up at 1 p.m. I'm sure he'll tell you all about it. Well, he, he, he missed it. What? He didn't show up. No, I mean, he'll tell you all about what no, no, he no. did last night. I understand, yeah. but he didn't show up. On, yeah. you know, that was frustrating. Yeah. He was like Devontae Freeman in the second half. Mm-hmm. I see I see what you did there. Are you impressed by Tevin Coleman? Another thing you got wrong last night. Very frustrating. You got the Tevin Coleman thing wrong. What? The Tevin Coleman thing? Oh, yeah, I got that wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, I couldn't predict mid-game injury for Devontae Freeman, obviously. He kind of did. No. I mean, I, you know I was worried about the concussions heading into the season, but yeah, you can't predict injury within the game. Now, if this lingers for Devontae Freeman, obviously everything that we've said about Tevin Coleman is he's one of the top-rated handcuffs. Again, you have to use pretty serious draft capital to get him, sixth, seventh-round pick, but if anything ever happens to Devontae Freeman, he's instantly a top-20, top-15 running back? He is. He once again... In, 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 he proved it last night, too. The thing with Tevin Coleman, I drafted him nowhere. It's... I almost, I wouldn't say forgot about him, but he's never really high on my board. And I almost, with so many different PPR running backs and so many young running backs kind of jumping up your draft board, you forget that Tevin Coleman's still very, very young and, what his, and how grander his role, grandose his role is. And I think that's the truth when it comes to Tevin Coleman. And if Devontae Freeman goes out, Tevin Coleman's an every-down workhorse, and he does everything. He doesn't just catch the ball out of the backfield. He doesn't just carry the ball out of the backfield. He's a fine blocker. He does everything. He's an RB1, potentially, without Devontae Freeman, who there's a problem with his knee. I'm not sure if it's the MCL or the PCL or whatnot. Uh, he it's says a disaster. he's fine. Fr- it's he says a disaster he's fine. already. If you're a Devontae Freeman owner, Greg, the guy's already dealing with a knee issue in week one. And this is a guy who has been injury prone the past couple of seasons. So now, not only do you have to worry about concussions with Devontae Freeman, because he's a very violent runner, the way that he runs the football, you now have to worry about this knee injury. So if you don't have Tevin Coleman as a Devontae Freeman owner, which I don't think a lot of people do. I agree. Because it's a lot to invest in the Atlanta Falcons backfield to yep. use your second and your sixth round pick on the Falcons backfield. Yep. You don't feel good. You do not feel good today about being a Devontae Freeman owner. You feel good about being a Julio Jones owner? You absolutely feel great about being a Julio Jones owner. The one positive from the Falcons offense last night was Julio Jones and his usage peppered with targets, uh, both down the field, um, you know, on the outside. They're moving Everywhere. around. I mean... He was phenomenal. It, given the fact that Matt Ryan was as bad as he was, and Julio Jones still had the game he was, I mean, you feel great about that. I will say this, too. If you're a Tevin Coleman owner in a keeper league or a dynasty league, Greg, 
he is next year's version of Jarek McKinnon. Because he's, I believe he's a free agent to be. He's going to go to another team. He's going to be a workhorse running back for that team. Tevin Coleman is going to be Jarek McKinnon from this year. He's going to end up going like the second or third round next year when he is presumably a workhorse running back for another team. I think that's going to happen for sure. We'll see what happens. 844-843-6879. I want to start with Isaac in Miami on the phone lines right now. What's going on, Isaac? What's going on, fellas? I got a question about my flex position. I'm in a 10-team PPR. It's between Royce Freeman, uh, Davis, uh, playing out of Tennessee, or uh, Allen Robinson. All right, there you go. So you need a flex spot of Royce Freeman, Corey Davis, or Allen Robinson. Two wide receivers and a running back there. Frank, what do you think? I will take Royce Freeman of this group. I know it's PPR. You might want to lean with the receiver here. But overall, I still like taking the running back uh, against Seattle. They named Royce Freeman the starting running back for this team. Uh, I think the Seattle defense is not nearly as good as it once was. They've taken hits to their um, defensive line. Uh, They have a rookie starting at linebacker for them in uh, Shaquem Griffin or Shaquille? Shaquem. Shaquem Griffin. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that favors Royce Freeman as well. I like him in this matchup. I think he's a high-end RB2. I'll take him over those other guys. I still like Corey Davis this week. I'm interested to see what Allen Robinson does too. Yeah. Uh, against an improved Packers Definitely. secondary. I think Definitely. I like I like that call, Greg. I think Allen Robinson is one of the more fascinating players to watch this week. Very excited to watch him. passing game overall to see who Mitchell Trubisky leans on. Is it Anthony Miller? Is it Trey Burton? Is it Allen Robinson? I'm very interested to see what happens this week. I like Allen Robinson as a low-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three this week. Same thing could be said for Corey Davis. I just have Royce Freeman ranked a little bit higher in my running back rankings yeah, I, I get that, and I think that's fair. I would also go with Royce Freeman this week, but I'm really interested in watching actually all three of these players. Royce Freeman's NFL debut, Corey Davis, who many people believe is this, uh, this year's breakout wide receiver, his first shot with Tennessee uh, in 2018, and of course, Allen Robinson making his debut with the Chicago Bears, and we'll see what, what their offense is like under Matt Nagy. Yeah, and I will throw this out as well. And I've heard people talk about it. Corey Davis, a lot of people are expecting to be shadowed by Xavier Howard of the Miami Dolphins. A young cornerback who really flashed towards the end of last season. So if they choose to shadow Corey Davis uh, with him, be interested to see if Marcus Mariota still peppers Corey Davis with targets. Or does he not go towards the direction of the shadowed wide receiver? Does he more so lean on a Delaney Walker or throwing the ball to his running back in Deion Lewis? Again, there's a lot of interesting storylines to watch in week one. I think that's another one of them. All right, so there, so there you go. Storylines to watch uh, for sure. 844-843-6879. We get it. You have your questions today. You want to know, who do I start in the flex? What do I do? What, I want to take those all show long up until the Fantasy Football Frenzy at the top of the hour. 844-843-6879. Let me go to BT. BT asks on the flex, Cortland Sutton, John Ross, or Marshawn Lynch? Yeah, I think this is pretty easily Marshawn Lynch. I agree. It's a tough matchup against the Los Angeles Rams, but Marshawn Lynch in prime time, I think he's going to try and show up, have a big game here. Uh, and everything John Gruden has said about this offense is that we want to get back to pounding the rock. Yes, whenever they throw the ball, Amari Cooper is going to be the focal point of the passing offense, but he's, he is very adamant in wanting to get back to running the football a lot there in Oakland. So I like Marshawn Lynch there. I think John Ross is a sneaky play this week. But, again, that's more of like a wait-and-see. I like him more as like a, a GPP fan duel or, you know, just um, a daily fantasy play this week, more so than like, like 
starting him my season long. For more of your FanDuel picks and our FanDuel picks, you can head on over to The Duel over at FanDuel.com. Frank and I are both hosting and producing these videos over at The Duel, FanDuel.com slash The Duel. You check out the videos. Uh, Maria's in a bunch of them. Um, we, have, we have game and our gambling ones. We have a lot going on over at FanDuel.com slash The Duel. You see FanDuel tweeting us out a lot, and we appreciate it. Uh, and we're playing pretty much exclusively on FanDuel right now. I know we set up a league for the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So if you are interested in playing this week, I think we still have about uh, half the league to fill. Half it's going to be a 20-person yep. contest, $5 entry. The top three um, highest scores of the week will get paid out. So myself, Greg Sussman, already in it. A lot of people tweeted at us yesterday um, their support and their interest in it. But we still have some spots left to fill. So tweet at me at roto underscore Frank. Send me your FanDuel username, and I will send you the invite to our FanDuel contest in return. We know we saw a lot of, I, against your BFFs. I saw a lot of people interested, and I was surprised it wasn't filled up yet with the amount of interest we saw. No, yeah, I could I could check it out again now, but I still think we have a few spots left to fill. So if you're interested, just make sure to tweet me your FanDuel username. Yeah, so there you go. Tweet that at Frank. We're gonna go over uh, today. Uh, I want to go over mostly who do I start? Right, like that is the big question that has to be answered today. Who do I start? In week number one, we're here, man. We did it. We, fi- we finally are not talking draft ranking, sleepers, bust. No. It's who do I start? Your BFFs, Frank Stample and Greg Sussman, we will answer that question in the next 40 minutes. It starts with you when we come back. Get on the phone lines, people. Let's do it. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Use as directed. So I hope you can stand the vibration, cause we're about to rock the entire nation. Alright? Here we go! Well! Well! With you, fantasy best friends forever, fantasy sports radio network. That is Frank Stample. He's my BFF. I am Greg Sussman. Thank you so much for watching us, your BFFs, live during the Friday before week one. This is awesome. Remember, BetDSI is celebrating 20 years as the industry's biggest and safest betting site. They have great customer service and fast, easy payment of winnings. You can play virtually every sport at BetDSI with hundreds of wagering options, including live in-game wagering on all major sporting events, where you can make your play at any time during the game. Using promo code FNTSY, BetDSI is offering up to a $1,000 bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code FNTSY and try BetDSI.com. That's BetDSI.com. The promo code is FNTSY. Also remember... Frank and I both did it. Fantasy Factors free entry million dollar NFL Survivor Contest is available right now. It's open. So sign up today and play for a chance at winning one million dollars. FantasyFactor.com. That is FantasyFactor.com. Yeah, so I've jumped in on that Survivor. There's also one going on on FanDuel right now too, Greg, if you want to jump in on that. I might. FanDuel Survivor, it's free. Is that also free? Yeah. <laughs> jump in, why not? But why wouldn't you? I, I agree. You gotta like start differentiating your picks if you're doing multiple pools, right? You can't just like go all in with the Ravens. I agree with that. 
after week one. <laughs> I don't know, man. I won't go all in. If I'm doing a yeah. threes or higher no, pools, I, I won't go all in on the Ravens. You go one, the, go one with like the Saints, one with the Ravens. Exactly. That, I think you have to. I already locked in the Ravens on both. I'm sorry. Is there anything yet you want to opine else about the Falcons and Eagles? Matt Ryan overrated, as I mentioned. Uh, I, you know, I was on that last year too, Greg. Uh, there would be games where I would. You just, didn't like Matt Ryan last year. After the Fal- like after Falcons games last year, I would come in here and I would scratch my head and be like, "How did this guy have an MVP season?" And I understand offensive scheme is so 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 important in the NFL, and what Kyle Shanahan does with his quarterbacks, with his offenses, it's great. And I think we're seeing that now. And you know, there were times last night where I said. All right, Steve Sarkeesian, like you're getting a little bit more creative, and I, I like what was happening. But I just think Matt Ryan under Kyle Shanahan was just a match made in heaven, and it is just not clicking with Steve Sarkeesian for whatever reason. And again, credit to the Eagles' uh, defense, but all throughout last year too, there were just times where I would just be like, how was this an MVP quarterback? How was Matt Ryan an MVP caliber quarterback? Because he does things that, are, that is just head-scratching. Any time, like the guy cannot throw under pressure. You saw that multiple times last night. So I'm just, I'm very out on Matt Ryan. Even in super flex, two quarterback leagues, I just, I had him pretty low in my rankings. I just didn't get Matt Ryan anywhere. And I know it's only one game, but I, I, I feel great about it. All right, good. There you go. Um, 844-843-6879. We have to really, what you really have to feel great about for real, though, is Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. Right? If you're giving all this credit to Kyle Shanahan, yeah. it's all in San Francisco now. Yeah, for sure, and that's why a lot of people like Jimmy Garoppolo. I had him ranked as my 10th quarterback. I had him ranked ahead of Andrew Luck, ahead of a lot of these guys who, you know, we heard, oh, draft Stafford, draft River, draft, uh, draft these older quarterbacks who get uh, underappreciated for fantasy. I had Jimmy Garoppolo ranked uh, ahead of a lot of those guys for those reasons. We like the Kyle Shanahan offense. You'd want the weapons overall to be better, but there are some pieces in place here. You have Marquise Goodwin, who could stretch the field. You have the possession veteran receiver in Pierre Garçon, and then you have a young young up-and-coming uh, tight end in George Kittle as well. You would want the running back to be better. Yep. They went out, they signed McKinnon, but obviously the injury happened. So, uh, yeah, if you own Jimmy Garoppolo, I think you're excited from week two on. You probably don't love him in week one against Minnesota. 844-843-6879. Sean's in Philly having a fantastic Friday morning. What's up, Sean? Hey, how's it going, guys? So I'm in a 12-team PPR with three wide receivers and a flex. So I have a question about my flex position this week. All right. Because I didn't start Kevin Colvin last night. Ah. So I didn't start him, I know. So my team is right now is Alex Smith, uh, Mari Cooper, Demarius Thomas, uh, Marvin Jones, Ty Gurley, Joe Mixon, Trey Burton, and I have Shepard right now in the flex. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck between... Shepard going against the Jags, or should I really just trust um, Matthews against against Miami and see if Mariota just look Matthews' way a couple? You don't have any other. You don't, you you have no other options outside of Shep and, and Rashard Matthews. I mean, Rashad Penny. Then I took a flyer on. I have I have Corey Sutton on the bench or Deshaun Jackson. I, I don't really like either Deshaun Jackson really. Okay, so so there you go. So Rashad Penny, uh, Sterling Shepard, Rashard Matthews. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to leave Sterling Shepard in the lineup, although he is going up against, at Scratch Fever, Greggy, uh, the secondary that we dubbed last year the Jaguars, Cat Scratch Fever. Um, look, I think Ramsey's going to be on Odell Beckham, but they move Shepard around the field. They use him a lot out of the slot. Uh, and if Eli Manning's under pressure, I could see him targeting the middle of the field quite often in this game. I don't hate Sterling Shepard this week, even though he's going up against the Jaguars secondary. Uh, I would start him over those other options that you mentioned. 
It's hard, man. I don't. Wait, before let me opine, let me opine, please. Um, I don't think I would go. I think I would take Rashad Rashard Matthews. In all honesty, Sterling Shepard. Don't know how much he's gonna play in. Yeah, but Sterling Shepard against Jacksonville is deadly. Yeah, I'm gonna disagree. I just I don't think that they're look. They're not gonna shadow him with anybody, are they? Like out of the slot. They use him a lot in the slot. So I think Odell will be moved into the slot because you want him away from Jalen Ramsey. That's the problem. Because Jalen Ramsey only goes into the slot. I just read this stat of yeah. Levi Silva 7% of the time. And that means they're going to... Shermer is not Ben McAdoo. He'll put Odell in the slot. Yeah, no, they'll move both guys around. So I'm going for Shermer. I think Sterling Shepard could get his. What thing. was your second question, dude? And then my second question is, um, I was thinking about actually dropping Alex Smith because I just looked on the waivers and Andrew Luck is actually out there against Cincinnati or actually should I go with the hype of Andy Dalton against Indianapolis in the same game? I will say for week one, I like Andy Dalton the most of these quarterbacks, but for the season long, if someone dropped Andrew Luck, you've got to pick him up. It's true. I Like, for instance, for me, uh, I needed, uh, I, in a league that I own Jordan Reed in, um, Frank and I talked. I had Alex Smith and I have Andrew Luck and I dropped Alex Smith for Vernon Davis to, to back up Jordan Reed. I'm going with Andrew Luck. I'm not going to go with Alex Smith. Um, if Andy Dalton out there this week, I get it, but if Andrew Luck's also out there. you got to take the shot on Luck. You know what I do here, Greg? I drop Alex Smith for Andy Dalton. I drop Deshaun Jackson for Andrew Luck. I start Andy Dalton week one, hold Andrew Luck for the season long. That's exactly what I was thinking. There you go. Thank you, guys. Love the show. I appreciate it, man. 844-843-6879. It's got a Christian out in L.A. What's up, Christian? Hey guys, how you guys doing? Doing good, man. What's hey up, guys? Um, and so I have two questions. Um, in one of the leagues that I'm in, it's a ten-player uh, PPR. I have right, uh, it's a two-receiver format. So I have Diggs and Hilton, and in my flex, I have Hogan. However, I was thinking of sitting down Hilton, putting Hogan in, and using James Conner as my flex. What do you think about that? A lot of choices. A lot of choices. Very good question. And I actually don't have a problem doing that at all, Greg. I do. Um, I do. I know we all look at James Conner as we look at D'Angelo Williams like this guy can get 30 carries and be dominant. I don't want to bench any of those wide receivers, though, for James Conner. I I think ultimately, like, T.Y. Hilton could be wide receiver one. Where would you rank James Conner this week? Because I, I think he's a borderline RB1. I have him as my 12th ranked running back. I don't, I don't, I don't do those things, Frank. So no, I, 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 well, you know, hypothetically speaking, Greg, like in your mind of infinite fantasy wisdom, where would you... I don't know. I, where I, would you rank him? Is he high in RB2? Probably in RB1? I, I would say he's an RB2. I think, I'd say he's a rock-solid RB2. Here's what I'll say well, about, fantasy about here, T.Y. Hilton in this matchup, is that the offensive line for the Colts has not looked great in the preseason... Stanzo is kind of banged up right now. I don't know how much time Andrew Luck is going to have to throw the ball in this matchup. Uh, not only that, we haven't seen Andrew Luck look all that great in the preseason as well. So if there was one thing I was going to do here, it would be put Chris Hogan in that wide receiver too and then put James Conner in your flex. And I know it's tough because you probably use a second or third round pick on T.Y. Hilton, but I would bench him in week one. I probably wouldn't do it. Okay. The Cincinnati secondary just doesn't scare me enough. It's not a bad secondary. I not, I'm not saying it isn't or is. I'm just, it's not like a scary secondary. No, it's not by any means. But I just, I worry about how much time is Luck going to have to throw the ball. And typically for T.Y. Hilton, you want him to be able to get open down the field. Does Andrew Luck have that much time to throw down the field? That's first of all. And then second of all, uh, does he trust himself to throw the ball, you know, 20 plus yards? Because we didn't see him do that all that much in the preseason or in training camp. It's kind of crazy Fantasy to Fantasy Pro currently consensus has James Conner at 22. For this week. This week. All right. I have him at like right around RB12 or 13. 
Speaking of James Conner, do you think there's a shot Le'Veon Bell comes back this weekend? Pulls the Aaron Donald where he shows up Saturday, and I said this to you, pull, shows up Saturday before 4 o'clock, gets on the roster, gets his first game check, doesn't have to pay, and that whole thing about the agent being smart is just, hey, you know what? I'm going to make all of our money, but I'm going to just take one game off. Do you think that it could have been a whole lot of nothing and you missed one game? Yeah, there's certainly a possibility. I would still say that chance is like under 50%. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I think there's a chance, but if I was a betting man on that, I would not bet that it happens. Um, but yeah, there's certainly a chance. No matter what, he's not playing this week. 844-843-6879. Let's go to Kenny in New York. What's up, Kenny? Owen in a 12-team PPR as a flex this week. Or am I better off with Peyton Barber or James White? So your question was Barber, White, or Baldwin. Is that correct? Yes. This is a full PPR? Yes. I'm going to go with Baldwin. I'm still going to go Baldwin. I'm going to go with Doug Baldwin there, yeah. He's practicing in full. I expect a full complement of snaps. I know you're going to have to face Chris Harris and whatnot, um, but I, I'm still going to go with Doug Baldwin. Peyton Barber's obviously moving the needle in PPR. I can't start trust James White over those two options. I'm going to go with Doug Baldwin. I will say I like Thank James you. Can White. Can I ask one, one other quick question? Yeah. I have it in my other league, uh, who would you start at quarterback? Would it be Cam Newton or Phillip Rivers? I'm starting Cam Newton. Frank's going to want to say Phillip Rivers, but I'm starting Cam Newton. Yeah, I love the matchup a lot for Phillip Rivers this week. Haven't been a lot of DFS, but I'm still going to use Cam Newton. I'm with you, Greg. I have Cam Newton ranked higher this week. All right, there you go. 844-843. You got it, man. 844-843-6879. Alex in Arizona's up next. What's up, Alex? Hey, what's up, guys? What's happening? So, I got a question on who's start right now. It's either between Chris Hogan, Doug Baldwin, and Juju Smith, but I'm kind of leaning towards, obviously, Hogan's going to start everybody based on Hogan right now. What do you guys think? All right, two out of those three, Hogan, Baldwin, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, fun fact, Frank, Judy named her fantasy team Jujude Sauce Cooker. I like that a lot. Uh, very creative. I will also. I, I, I thought of it. Thank you. I will. I'll take Chris Hogan in this matchup. The Texans allowed the third most fantasy points to wide receivers last year. Yes, they added Tyron Matthew, but I'm still not worried about the cornerbacks overall in this matchup. And I think Chris Hogan sees a lot of targets in these first four weeks without Julian Edelman. I think he's almost a must start every week. That Julian Edelman is not I agree. on the team. I, I, I agree, uh, certainly with the Hogan part. Then Baldwin and Juju is, is close for me. Without Le'Veon Bell, you're going to see a lot, uh, a, a lot more Ben, I, I think. We gave the Antonio Browns numbers uh, when Le'Veon Bell doesn't play. I think Juju is a monstrous game. And given the matchup with Doug Baldwin and, and Denver, I'm going to go with Juju. So for me, it's Juju and it's... Chris Hogan. Hogan. I'm with you, though. I would take Juju over Baldwin as well. Yeah, so there you go. Chris Hogan uh, and Juju okay. Smith-Schuster. We appreciate it. All right. Do you have any lineup questions, Frank? Like, I, have, I have a lineup question I wanted to ask you about. Uh, the one that I was struggling with last night was in a non-PPR league. It was Nelson Aguilar versus Peyton Barber as my second flex. And I left Peyton Barber in. How do you feel about the decision now? I feel pretty good because okay. in, a, in a standard, I don't know how many yards Aguilar ended up with, but in a standard league, he was not great. I, th- I think Peyton Barber could easily outperform what he did. Okay. Uh, my question is from Greg in New York, New York. Uh, he, uh, he, has co- he has two questions if you have time. Uh, yeah, let's get Greg on the line. Greg, how you doing? Hey, doing great, man. Thanks for, co- thanks for uh, answering my call. Big fan of the show. All right, yeah. What's your question? My question is this. Uh, in the flex position, do I start Rex Burkhead or Keelan Cole? Mm. It's hard. 
Yeah. Wow. I would take Burkhead. Yeah, so I had Cole in for a while. I switched it to Burkhead earlier this morning. Normally, when I'm debating between two closely ranked running back versus wide receiver, I'll lean with the running back just because I think that they're a safer bet to get more work. What if I change the wide receiver to Jameson Crowder? What is, is that half PPR? Full. Full PPR, I'll take Crowder. It's Carton's league. Yeah, I'll take Crowder. What about... He's not going to get shadowed by Patrick Peterson. I don't think it. I could start him... Would you start Crowder over Marvin Jones? Or Burkett over Marvin Jones? No. Okay. No, I wouldn't do that. Okay. I think week one, you try not to overthink it. You play your best players week one, and you kind of like let everything play out and see how it works in week one. Like, you play your best players. Don't try and get too cute. I, I do like Burkhead, but I'm a little worried about the Patriots running back usage this week because, obviously, he has the knee thingy that we don't really know much about, and we don't know what his usage is going to be. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot of James White in this first game. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Jeremy Hill either. Yeah. I, I don't think Sony Michelle actually suits up. Um, but yeah, it's classic Patriots running backs, right? Like trying to figure out who to start. I don't think we know what the usage is going to be, especially with the way Rex Burkhead was treated in the preseason. So when he's, um, I would use him over Keelan Cole because I don't really love the Jaguars passing game by any means. And uh, there's a chance Janoris Jenkins is on Keelan Cole. And then um, for the other wide receivers, they're just, I rank those guys higher than I do Keelan Cole. And I feel stronger about them in PPR. So I'll take Jameson Crowder and Marvin Jones both over Rex Burkhead this week. Follow up. Yes, sir. Which tight end do I start? I own two. Trey Burton or Delaney Walker? This is a great, great, great matchup for Delaney Walker this, uh, in week one against the Dolphins. They were not good against the tight end last year. I think they're going to have one of the worst defenses all season. I actually think that the Dolphins are going to be one of the worst teams. That's why I bet them the under this year, the under six and a half wins. Um, also, again, the Bears passing attack, I want to see how it plays out week one. I'll take Delaney Walker over Trey Burton. All right, I'll put him in too. I actually like Trey Burton a lot this week. I really, I really like Trey Burton a lot this week. Against the Packers? Yeah. Is that cool? Um, they were like middle of the pack against tight ends last year. Again, I think that the Packers secondary is going to be much improved this year. But I could see Burton having a solid week one. Again, uh, the Bears are probably going to be chasing points in this game. And I could see Trubisky kind of like leaning on the tight end. Um, plus, for all the reasons why we drafted Trey Burton, I think Matt Nagy gets the tight end involved a lot. Uh, but I just overall, I like the matchup more so for Delaney Walker. Dolphins, the absolute worst team against the tight end in 2017, averaging, uh, allowing 16.1 points. They were even worse than the Giants were last year. Yeah, so to put that in perspective, the Giants allowed 12 touchdowns last year. The Dolphins were just two touchdowns behind them. They allowed 10 touchdowns to tight ends. Uh, but the, the Giants defense allowed 889 yards to tight ends. The Dolphins allowed 999, which was... The most in the NFL last season. Yeah. Um, when you look at the receptions, they also allowed the most receptions to tight ends. 94 to opposing tight ends. The Browns were second in that, allowing 90 receptions to tight ends. Yep. Which would have made Vance McDonald like a sleeper tight end play this week, but he right. is like all banged up and mangled. Yeah, so. totally. Uh, which I think also lends itself to helping the wide receivers again. Antonio Brown can have a monster, monster week this week. I At least so that's too. what we're hoping for our GST team. <laughs> Which needs um, help right now. And then I'm with you. I think Juju also has Did our opponent game. have anybody in that GST last night, do you know? Uh, we're playing against Billy Hayes. I don't know. Oh, boy. Billy Hayes! Billy Hayes is pumped that he faced Devontae Freeman, isn't he? Yeah, for sure. All right.
Who do you want us? Who do you want to start? Let us know at 844-843-6879. We are answering your questions the rest of the way. I know those phone lines are lit up. So when they drop, you get on. No busy signals. We want your calls. 844-843-6879. The BFFs roll on right after this. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. Your fantasy best friends forever, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Huh, that's interesting. Uh, I'm going to read something. Here we go. And it's about DailyRoto.com. You already know the advantage you get when using DailyRoto.com. The optimizer is amazing. When you're playing DFS, you can use some of the same back-tested tools when you bet on sports. If you were a Daily Roto wagering subscriber, last night you would have made your subscription feedback before the main NFL season schedule even started. As the Daily Roto wagering optimizer posted a five-star recommendation to playing the under, Frank. The under. Which we liked and you didn't take. Go to dailyrotocom slash betting where you can use the wagering tools and projections from the computer masterminds that have won millions in DFS. You'll get money line picks, picks against the spread, game totals, and the use of a player props tool that now can be turned loose to forecast spectacular game performances that you can now capitalize without having to worry about salary caps. So Frank, when you go back out to the FanDuel Sportsbook, you can do this. You'll find picks there from Gabe Morancy, Camp Stewart, our guy Mark Lawrence, Ted Savransky, basically all of the experts from Sports Rage Against the Machine Wednesday nights. Go to dailyroto.com slash betting. That is dailyroto.com slash betting. If you are serious about winning money this NFL season, you cannot afford, literally afford, to not check out dailyroto.com slash betting. I have, um, I have checked this out in like the pre-stages of being built. And I've kind of seen where it's come from, where it is now. I mean, it's amazing. Like, someone like me, who doesn't really gamble, you know that. If there's a lot of like, I want to know about it. And when this optimizer is telling me, listen, this is five stars, it literally says, should I bet this? Yes or no? It makes it... <laughs> it doesn't sm- get much easier than that. <laughs> it makes it perfect for an idiot like me. Should I bet this? Yes or no? Yeah. Last night, when it came to the under, it said, yes. Yes. And I should have listened. Yes. And what did you do? I'll take the Falcons. No, no, no. And you are now poorer than you were yesterday. Can, can we see the other bets that I put in, how they feel about them this week? Uh, sure. I'll look it up right now. Yes. So I have... Uh, yell at for this. I got Cleveland at plus four. Give me a second. I just got to load it. All there right. you go. Uh, am I not signed in? I don't think I'm signed in. Hold on. Yeah, yeah you're, doing, you're doing a terrible oh, job. I am signed in. I am signed in. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Uh, give me a second. Premium. Okay. All right. What am I looking for? Cleveland plus four. Right. At home with the hungover Ben Roethlisberger without Le'Veon Bell in the lineup. Okay. Do they like it? Here we go. Oh, this is a different one. This is this thing's really cool. 
I'm sorry. You get you get Greg is in awe. It is. You can get you basically can get lost in this. Okay, here we go. Ready? Browns plus four. Our optimizer says, and I'm telling you, that the bet in that game is Pittsburgh minus four. It's only a three star confidence bet. Only three okay. stars. Yeah, but the so five, they don't like it either way. The five star bet on this game, the under. The under. Which yeah. is at what's the total at? Forty four. Forty four. Yeah. All right, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Browns' defense much improved. That's why I think they'll be in this game. I'm just telling you what it says. Yeah. You know, Cleveland, uh, Ben Roethlisberger typically struggles in 1 p.m. road games uh, for reasons. I'm just telling you, listen, I'm listening to the machine rather yes. than you. This is, uh, this is my version of sports rage against the machine. Roto Frank against the machine. What's your... What's so your, I have Cleveland plus four. I understand. What's your other one? <laughs> uh, the Rams minus four on Monday night. All right, the Rams minus four Monday night football. Let me go down to that. The Rams on Monday night football. The over-under right now is... Five-star, baby. Give me five-star. Five, 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 zero five, confidence five right now in the over-under, so don't bet that. Yeah. But there is four stars on the pick on Monday night, which says you should take Oakland plus the points. <laughs> Gosh. All right. Next week. I gotta, you should fucking use the optimizer. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see how you do. Like, maybe, yeah. maybe you'll beat the optimizer. Yeah, we'll see. I don't expect you will. Probably not. I don't expect you will. <laughs> so you have, I mean, we saw how last night was. So you have Cleveland plus four, and Oak, yes. and you have LA, uh, the Rams, minus four. Is that right? Yes, sir. All right, we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is awesome. I love this thing. Yeah. I love this thing. 844-843-6879. 844-843-6879. Uh, let me go back to the phone lines. Am I cool with you? Yes, sir. All right. Let me go to Tim in California. What's up, Timmy? Hey, um, this is Tim. Oh, hey, how's it going, guys? Sorry. What's up, dude? Hey, uh, I got Jared Goff and I got Tom Brady. I feel like Jared Goff's going to have a good game. What do you guys think? I called Jared Goff over Tom Brady last year, Greg. We do it again. I will not be doing that in week Not one. doing it again. I have Jared Goff as a borderline QB1 this week. I think he's a low-end starter, a high-end QB2, especially if you have him in Superflex or a 2QB league. Not starting him over Tom Brady. Okay, so there you go. Not starting him over Brady. I'm not starting him over Brady either. Uh, I do like I do like Jared Goff this week. I don't like him like as a top-five quarterback, so I wouldn't start him over Cam or Deshaun Watson or um, who do you want to missing? Uh, Philip Rivers. Uh, <laughs> I would, would you, not would you start really him over Drew Brees. Philip Rivers? Oh, come on, Greg. I would want to. The Chiefs secondary, the defense is not nearly what it was, and Eric Berry is banged up. He might not even play in this game. I think I would start Jared Goff. I like Jared Goff. I like Jared Goff in that like Andy Dalton range. He's a low-end QB1. Let's go to Aaron in Lansing, Michigan. What's up, Aaron? Hey guys, what's up? Just wanted to say I think it's awesome that Florio's the one uh, speaking to us when we call in. Uh, first question is: Do I play James Conner or Lamar Miller in my twelve-team PPR in my flex spot? Is Bavona telling people he's Florio now? No, no, no. Uh, actually, the answering machine when you call in is still Michael Florio. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I had no idea you're talking. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought I thought Bavona was just was just being a douche. To be honest with you. <laughs> Um, I wasn't listening to the question because I was just It was James Conner versus Lamar Miller. I, Lamar <laughs> Miller. Le- Lamar Miller or James Conner? I've continuously said I have James Conner as a borderline RB1. I, I like Lamar Miller as a solid RB2 this week. I don't think he has as much upside as other people are pumping him up to have this week. Um, I will take Conner over Lamar Miller, but I think it's close. You know, I'm so happy, Aaron, that you asked me this question because it gives me an opportunity on my own show rather than Corey's show. 
to say this. What do you got, Greg? Lamar Miller sucks. Go with James Conner this week against Cleveland. I like it. Go with James Conner. James Conner it is. There you go. Uh, let's continue on the phones at 844-843-6879. And let's hit up Evan in Philly. What's up, Ev? Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Going great, dude. What's going on? Not as much. I need a, uh, a wide receiver and a flex out of these five guys, okay? Five guys, all right. Tyreek Hill. Yep. Tyreek Hill, Doug Baldwin, Josh Gordon, James Conner, Kenyon Drake. How many, how many teams are in this league? Uh, 10-team PPR. I was yeah. going to say, please don't say less than 10. 10-team PPR. 12-team PPR. Oh, sorry. 10-team PPR. Tyreek Hill. Sorry. Doug Baldwin, Josh Gordon, Connor, and Drake. So, I'm going to rule out... I rule out Josh Gordon immediately. I rule out Josh Gordon. So, he was one of the two I rule out immediately. I, I think he's more of a boom-bust wide receiver three or flex. I agree. I also... I'm going to start Tyreek Hill. I know you don't, I don't know if you agree with that. I'm with you 100%. I'm going to start Tyreek Hill. I think he's just the best out of all of these guys, so, so he goes into my lineup. Even if you say, uh, look at what Casey Hayward did last year, Tyreek Hill scored in both of his games against the Chargers. Oh, that's a great stat. That's a great stat. Um, so we're going to go Tyreek Hill. So then for us, it's Baldwin, Connor, or Drake. Um, pretty easy for me, Greg. You going James Connor? You know where I'm going. You going James Connor? Yes, sir. I think I would go with James Connor also in this, this scenario. So, in December, on the 16th last year, 5 for 88 and a touchdown for Tyreek Hill against the Chargers. And in September, 5 for 77 and a touchdown. Scored both games against the Chargers uh, last year. Yeah. Even All right. with Casey Hayward. So, we're going, we're both going with James Connor and Tyreek Hill. All right, good. I'm glad we're on the same page for that. Um, let me go to Johnny B in Lake Como. What's up, Johnny? Do we have Johnny B? Hey, buddy, what's up? Mom. I'm here. What's up, man? Can you hear me? What is your question? All right, good. I got a uh, uh, three running back question in a two running back league standard. I have Mixon, McCoy, and Marshawn Lynch. What two do I start? I don't have a flex. You got to start two out of those three. It's pretty easy for me. I'm going to go with Mixon, McCoy. Um, McCoy, I always had a lot of reservations about him taking him in a draft, but he's active. He's not on the restricted list, and he will not be on that list going into this week. If he's active and he's playing, you treat McCoy as you always would. He's a high-end RB2, if not a low-end RB1. I go with LaShawn McCoy. Joe Mixon's matchup against the Colts is very, very strong. Uh, I'm not sure what Marshall Lynch, who is a little bit banged up, does against the Rams on Monday night. I know you like him in primetime, Frankie, um, but I'm going to go with Joe Mixon. I'm going to go with LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, I think Marshall Lynch is. Thank more you very of, much. I think Marshall Lynch is more of a low end RB two this week, whereas the other guys I think are just solid higher up RB twos. Where I feel better about them. Don't love the Ravens matchup for McCoy, uh, but again, I, he's really their only source of offense. So I think he'll still see you know fifteen to twenty touches in that game just based on that. Um, and then Joe Mixon, I don't like him as much as everybody else does this week, but okay. I still like him more than Marshall Lynch. Because of the matchup. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Marshawn Lynch is going to have to face, you know, Aaron Donald and, and Dominican Sue right up the middle. Um, so, Thank it's not you, the Jeff. best matchup. Yep. Let's continue on the phone lines because the show is about you. We are uh, people's choice. 844-843-6879. It's up to Gio in Florida. What's up, Gio? Hey, how's it going, guys? Going great, dude. What's up? All right. So, uh, real quick. Um, so, this is an auction league, 12... 12-man, half-point PPR, and uh, I acquired Le'Veon Bell, obviously, as my first pick, and uh, 
I went wide receiver heavy after that with uh, Keenan Allen, A.J. Green, and Josh Gordon. Uh, right now at the moment, um, I do see Jalen Samuels out there as even relevant. So I'm glad you brought that up, Gio. We were talking about Jalen Samuels after the show yesterday. And, and for those that don't know, so Jalen Samuels is James Conner's backup. He's the fifth-round pick for the Steelers. Is he relevant this week? Probably not. No. Assuming Conner is healthy, the Steelers like having one dominant ball carrier. They don't like switching it up. They don't do a committee. They stick to one guy. That's why Le'Veon Bell's been so successful, and that's why his backups in the past have been so successful. So the one reason why... This is such a question this week, is eligibility, Frank. Jalen Samuels is a running back, but he has tight end eligibility in Yahoo Leagues. I know we always laugh and joke and yell about Yahoo and how crazy they are. You don't like them. I've played my whole life on Yahoo. I do. Um, It's really interesting. Are you going to, if you have an empty roster spot, just in case James Conner gets hurt on Sunday, pick this dude up before Sunday, maybe Le'Veon Bell doesn't show up, and you have a starting running back you could potentially play as a tight end. Is this something that you're going to do before Sunday if you have the spot? I think it's a very, very savvy move. Uh, one that, you know, you're looking ahead more uh, more so before other people are doing so. Look, if anything happens to James Conner, obviously in this matchup, he's the next guy up. And then he does have that tight end eligibility, as you mentioned, on Yahoo. The only way I add him is if I have an empty roster spot or really just a dead a dead space on my bench, like someone who I'm absolutely never going to use, who doesn't have upside, like a boring veteran like a Deshaun Jackson or something like that. Like, If you have Le'Veon Bell or James Conner, then I would drop a player like Deshaun Jackson to pick up Jalen Samuel. I think it is a very savvy move to do before we... Would you drop Dante Moncrief for him? Uh, I don't think so, because I think there is some upside with Dante Moncrief. Would you drop Rashard Matthews for him? No. Would you drop Theo Riddick for him? No. Before we go back to the phone lines, I want to remind you that the Fantasy Football Frenzy comes your way next. We are going to be done with the video uh, for this week. Frenzy will be live on YouTube. We will continue our show, no doubt, on the podcast and live on the radio at FNTSY.com slash radio. Thanks for watching. We'll be back Monday on video. If you're listening on the podcast... This is the time that we ask you to subscribe to our podcast, rate us five stars, leave us a comment. We appreciate it. It it looks better for us. It makes us feel better deep inside. Uh, We also want you to come visit us. Watch the show live inside Versa, inside the Renaissance Marriott, 35th between 7th and 8th New York City. You buy each of us a beer. We buy you a beer. We'll watch some football. We did it with BIP last night. We're happy to do it with any of our listeners and watchers. You buy us drinks. We'll buy you a drink. Absolutely. The deal of the century, Greg. Deal of the century. Let's go to Perry in California. What's up, Perry? Perry was shocked. He just got on the Hello? Hey, Perry. <laughs> hey, guys. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. That's a Dane thing, not a Greg thing. Continue. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Can, for a standard lead quarterback question, I get a bonus for 40-yard um, and 50-yard-plus touchdown. Yep. Uh, should I start uh, Deshaun Watson or Jared Goff? Watson or Goff? I'm going Watson, man. Watson. It's easy. It's easy. Yeah. yeah. Especially with guys like Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins, guys who are capable, even, even if without the bonus, I have Deshaun Watson ranked higher in my quarterback rankings this week. I agree. Jared Goff. I really like the Deshaun Watson secondary a lot this is week. not good. The Patriots secondary is not good. I like Watson uh, and also, a lot in FanDuel uh, and just overall daily this week as well. And also when it comes to the Patriots, you got to remember, they always start off slowly. They Always start off slowly on the defensive Chiefs side. Chiefs put up 42 points in week one last year against them. So maybe they will work into into form, and I'm sure they will. 
I really like the Texans plus six, plus six and a half this week. I love the Texans. I like that a lot as well. Why don't you bet that? What's Daily Roto say? I'm going, I'm just going <laughs> to look right now. Greggy's already pulling it All up. Right. Thanks, guys. I am. No worries, Perry. Thanks for listening, man. Uh, I am. I'm pulling it up right now. Let me see here. DailyRoto.com slash betting. I'm looking at the summary. Here we go. Let me see who it, who it likes. I love how you shot down as Dilly Dilly too, Greg. I'm not Dilly Dilly guy. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like Bud Light. I don't like fun. I like IPAs. I wear a monocle at home when I, don't I drink wear a monocle. my beer. It's not, you're, you're lying now. Dude. You're literally. I'm a little fun, Greg. You, I'm, I'm, I'm a very fun person. I'm a very fun person. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you drank like eight glasses of water last night. We were trying to stay hydrated. <laughs> I drank some water, too. I, you, you, drank, That's you, all drank, you, drank. you drank plenty of water. That's all I drank. I had beers too. Yeah, all beers. I took a shot last night. Did you? Yes. You had that concoction? Of course I did. Captain Morgan and Pete Schnapps. We we took it together. Just you, Bip, and I. Remember? No. (laughs) No, I do. There's a reason one of us were here at 8 a.m. this morning and the other one wasn't. He's not that drunk. You weren't. Not that drunk. Compared to some other people we were with, you weren't. That's true. (laughs) You must not be named. You must not be named. (laughs) Indeed. Jim says. Um, all right, guys, we have a minute left. I'm going to look at you. Um, we, we have a minute left, Frank. Any last words of advice? Any last information? You have to get out to the people before we sign off. We're good. I think it was something that we spoke about during the break. I asked you this question. On a scale of one to worst possible matchup you can ever have in week one of an NFL season, how bad is Amari Cooper's matchup this week? Because no matter where he's lined up, he's going to get Aqib Tlaib. He's going to get Marcus Peters. And we've seen that Amari Cooper has struggled against strong cornerback competition in the it's past. It's bad, man. It, it, it's not good. It, it's not good. I'd rather, them, I'd rather him face them than Jalen Ramsey. Like, Jalen Ramsey would be 10. I will Richard say. Sherman in his prime would be 10. I don't think this is 10. I think it is. Really? Yeah. Because Dude, no matter would, which side of the rated. field he's on, he's going to see one of those guys. Keith Tlaib's probably there's no his. way for him to escape it. Do you think Keith Tlaib pulls off his chain this year? Yeah, there's no more, there's no no Michael Crabtree left. Imagine there was snatchy old chain. Do the Rams and uh, Ravens play this year. I can look it up. Well, you do that. Ah, uh, they don't actually. I can tell you they don't because they play the oh, AFC. Gosh. They play the AFC West because they're playing the Raiders. There you go. We're done. It's over. We're all here. Oh my God! It's football. There's no more shows to football. Zero hour. Sunday lineup locked live. All your questions answered. Fantasy Football Frenzy is up next with Jim Day, Chris Ventura, and of course the Fantasy Executive. For Frankie Stample, my name is Greg Sussman. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Fantasy BFFs. Good luck this weekend. We'll see you on Monday. We We hope. hope.